Hey everyone. So have you ever gotten connected with somebody or, or people that within the first two minutes of your conversation, you just sit there going, oh my goodness, where have you been all my life? <laughs> well, that is exactly how I felt after just having interviewed the incredible couple that you guys are about to meet here on today's podcast. So I'm actually recording this introduction after having already interviewed them. And I can guarantee you this, we are going to be hearing more from them in future podcasts as well. They have written a book about streaking And yes, I'm going to just let you wonder what the heck that is until we get started on this conversation. But don't worry, I promise we're not going to be talking about running around naked on college campuses. But this has opened so many doors for me in my thinking about how I can even better fine tune my understanding of goal planning, habits, routines, And now this new concept of streaking and what the subtle differences are between all four. And I am super thrilled to have you guys listen to this conversation. I learned so much and I have already figured out what my first streak is going to be. I'm starting on it tomorrow. By the time you hear this, it'll be fun for me to report on how well I've been doing or not. And as soon as you finish this episode, I want you to reach out and tell me what streak you are going to start on because this conversation is likely going to blow your mind and get those wheels turning as much as it did for me. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. I have two guests. I've never actually had two guests on at the same time, so this is a first for us here today. I have Jeff and Jamie Downs on, and they are co-authors of I think what might be one of my new favorite books that's all about streaking, only not in the way that you think. So we're not going to be getting naked and running across college campuses (laughs) here together. Not Uh, this time. We have a personal mission to redefine that, that when people say they think of making conscious small actions towards becoming a better person. Nothing to do with (laughs) nakedness or clothes. Okay. But you know, it just, it brings such a lightness to this topic that I think is hard for so many people. And at the time we're recording this, 
I've actually been running a little fun, free five-day challenge in my Work Life Harmony Facebook group to encourage people to start creating this new habit of creating 30 minutes a day of phone detox time. And a lot of questions are coming in around how do we keep this up? You know, how do we get to a point where it honestly is just part of our everyday life? It's a habit. It doesn't feel hard anymore. And so I love that we're having this conversation today because this is definitely not my zone of genius and I know it is yours. So I'd love for you guys to just introduce yourselves Tell us the whole backstory of this book, and then we can dive into some great tips that you can share with the listeners. Fantastic. Well, I'm Jamie Downs, and... And I'm Jeff Downs, and we, you know, as far as the backstory of the book, I mean, it started about five years ago as far as when we really started to delve into this subject. And Megan, to your point, it came about because, you know, we had these aspirations of who we wanted to be and how we wanted to get there. And so we had set goals, we had, we had tried to establish habits, we had tried routines, all of these different things. And in all of this, we felt like something was missing. Well, at first we felt like we're just doing something wrong. We're just not, you know, we're just not one of those people that can do it. You know what I mean? People say, oh, I just don't have enough discipline or I don't have enough willpower or yeah, all this. And that's kind of what I I was just like, maybe I just never stood in the right line to get that stick to itiveness (laughs) that I need. And so that's where it started. And then as we kind of started on this journey, it started with, and, and we explained this in the book. That's the fun thing about the book is the book is basically the story of how this all came we about. We call it our it's streaking a, journey. That's our streaking journey. <laughs> yeah. And as people read it, I genuinely hope that as they read our journey, it inspires them to kind of want to start their own journey and discover for themselves these same things that we discovered. But it started actually within a physical way that, that I had been running. And really what I wanted to do was just stay healthy. I have seven children and they there's 16 years in age difference between them. So I at that time I was Concerned. Did I say I have six children or seven children? You seven. You did say seven. I did seven. say seven. Yeah, I would lose seven. count. I, I, I know. I'm still kind of speechless over the seven <laughs> children. I have seven. Sometimes I forget one, but never the same one. So it's okay. I, I forget them equally. No, just kidding. But I had seven children. And I just, at that time, it was weighing heavy on me to want to stay healthy so that I could be as present for that youngest one as I had been for the oldest ones. And so I knew I needed to stay physically fit. And we'd been running. And so we had been setting, I don't love running per se, but I loved staying physically fit. And I loved the benefits that I got from running. So I had signed up for a couple races and then, and then we signed up to do a marathon and we did that, but I still needed to keep running. And I had reached a point where I'm like, I can't keep signing up for marathons and I don't really want to be a professional marathoner. I just want to stay healthy. And so that was when I found, I was getting my hair done. And I was going through the news. I love this story. This is awesome. <laughs> I was going through the news and I was, and it was, it was very depressing that day. There was a ton of just, and so I was, went to a conservative news site that I thought I could trust to have some more uplifting stories. And the first story that came across my news feed was street couple runs for 15 years. And I'm like, or a couple streak, couple runs. streak runs for 15 years. That's what it was. And I was like, what, <laughs> what is, is going story? on? <laughs> and so I clicked on it. Cause... Yeah. Did you hear that, Megan? She clicked on it. She of went course, through it. Of course, I would have too. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And so I found this wonderful story about this couple that had been streak running for 15 years. They had run a mile every day for 15 years without missing a day. And so this was oh. intriguing to me. I was like, huh, maybe I could. And our reaction was exactly that. It was wow. I was like, wow. Yeah. You know what I love about that? It's a couple runs a mile. 
not they ran for an hour. No. And that's what I loved so much about what was in your book was these examples of how small that start is. Cause I know for me, I, I fall into that same trap of I've got to have, you know, let me go register for the race. That's what will yep. keep me going. Or you've got this big goal. And so it's, well, I've got to now find two hours a day exactly. to commit to it. and taking that step back and just saying, let me look at this differently of getting a streak that's much smaller yes. as opposed to something that feels so huge. I'm so like, you totally just hit the nail on the head. That was exactly it. And that was something we kind of discovered by accident. Because when I looked at, so they were members of the Streak Running Association. And in order to be a part of that association, you had to run a mile every day for a year. And when I looked at that, I was like, I don't know if I can commit to that, to be honest. Even though I had been running, I still was hesitant. And so our first thing to do this for Streak, we're like, okay, we're going to run every day. But for me, it's going to be a run or a walk. And it's going to be six days a week. And I'm going to keep track of it. But really, that was the genesis of all of this, this idea that we were switching from doing this big, bold, amazing thing to how many days in a row can I do this little thing? Can I be like super consistent? And so that's kind okay, of but where the, but you haven't started. told her my favorites. My favorite part was when she called me and I was getting on an airplane to a consulting engagement. <laughs> I did. He was, he was getting ready to leave and the plane doors were about to close. And I'm like, Jeff, do you want to go streaking with me? I was like, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in the spice back to the marriage. Let's do it. <laughs> that's exactly right. So yeah. that was, it was interesting because the timing of her call we were thinking of the same thing and the timing of our call, I got on the airplane and it was, it was almost like that. Do you want to go streaking with me? And then we had the boarding door closed and that was it. And I had the plane flight to think about this, but as I thought more about it, you know, she gave me a little bit of the background. I thought, you know what, to your point, Megan, I was tired of signing up and registering for the race to keep motivated. Yeah. You know, I was like, I want to do something. And what Jamie said, as far as I didn't want to be a professional runner, I didn't have any desire to be personal beat my personal bests anymore. I just wanted to have something that would keep me consistent. And so this idea of streaking or a streak run was all of a sudden really appealing. And so we started that on March 23rd, 2015. And we've been going strong ever since. That That is something that has stayed in place. And the, and what so we looked So five at, years, you guys, yeah. at five and a half years yeah. you've been doing this? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. And it's been such a fun journey because we've run or walked through some interesting times. There was, well, it's interesting because yeah. we're talking about the hurricane. We had one experience where we, because we live in Georgia, we often have the opportunity sometimes to go to some of these other Southern states and help with when they've had some significant hurricanes. And so we did that one weekend and we were coming back pretty late, one or two in the morning from helping with this hurricane relief. And when we pulled into the driveway, we both looked at each other and we're like, we didn't do our run or walk today. And so we went at two in the morning and just did a mile around our neighborhood. But there have been, one of my favorite things about streaking is that when you keep it laughably simple, so that's law number one of streaking is that it needs to be laughably simple. And when you keep something that simple, there are so many ancillary benefits that come from being able to do that. And I have really enjoyed recognizing the different benefits that I've received from the consistency of running or walking and adding that to my life. Like it's been, there's been things that I didn't think that I would realize that I've loved about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the wins for, I like that you just brought that up. So 
looking at that different view of I've got this big, huge thing and I'm going to go all in for small pockets of time here and there versus the laughably small, which I think is a great, great way of describing it, consistency. What are the benefits that you've seen that you see other people getting when they're doing the small thing consistently instead of the big thing on and off? On and off. And this was something we spent a lot of time looking at because I look at the big thing as goals, those things that, and I, I'm a huge proponent of goals. I think we should be setting goals, but goals are things that are out of your reach and that you're stretching for. Mm -hmm. A streak is something we kind of call it the floor. It's what you stand on. So it's what you fall to when things go bad. Yeah. We often say you fall to the success of your streaks. And that's the beautiful thing about doing the laughably simple thing is I'm going to have success at it every single day. And that's the whole idea is that I have this success every single day because it's laughably small and it's something that I want to do or want to be doing to become who I want to be. Right. Hey there, if you are feeling overwhelmed, like your calendar is out of control, like you are just running against a race that will never end in terms of your to-do list, I have great news for you. I have just done a complete update on my app. Yes, I have an app in both the App Store and Google Play called The Pink Bee, and it is chock full of small but incredibly powerful trainings to help you get out of overwhelm. It includes my signature Ditch the Overwhelm training, an introduction to my time management framework. It can help get you started on weekly planning, helps you understand the four levels of planning, gives you access to my epic One Notebook Challenge, and some tips and tricks on how to get your phone organized. And all of that is available for you right inside the Pink Bee app. So open up either your app store or Google Play, do a search on the Pink Bee, all one word, download the app. And then to unlock all of that training, it's only $4.99 US. I will see you inside the app. And so some of the benefits that we've seen is that As we, when you set a goal and you're stretching for something, you do denote, you know, dedicate a certain amount of time to that, but it's usually not something that you can sustain all the time because you are stretching. You're trying to get yourself to someplace you haven't been before with a streak. What I love about a streak is it gives me permission to do the small thing. And I'm okay with that because I did it yesterday and I'm going to do it today. And I know I'm going to do it tomorrow. So one of my favorite things about streaking is the self-credibility that it has built inside of me. I've had several different examples of different streaks that I've set that something has happened and I'm able to communicate. Like, for example, I have a streak to read to my boys for just five sentences every day. So I have two, my two youngest are boys and my sixth child has dyslexia. And, and of all of raising my children, I've never had a child that struggled with reading. So this was new and a whole new parenting world for me. And I knew that he needed reading and we needed to read together. And I wanted him to love reading, but he didn't because it was so hard. It was so much yeah. work for him. There was no love there. And so that's what, when we first started the streaking jerk, that was one journey. That was one of my first streaks because again, it was weighing heavy on me that I, that I'm like this, I want this child to experience what reading can be, even though he can't do it yet. And so as we've been reading, I've done that for several years now. And I went to a parent teacher conference recently and was able to sit in that chair across from that teacher and with complete certainty say, I have read with my child every day. 
Like we do this every day. And that, just that level of self-confidence, it was amazing, uncalculable. I mean, it was just, a, it was a trend. I have to imagine it is creating subconsciously the snowball effect of you're getting your confidence back. So now those goals maybe don't look so scary because exactly. look, I've been, I've done this every day for, for four years. Right. That's really powerful. So that, that brings up an interesting point as far as where the paradigm shift came for us in streaking. So a lot of times people will start a streak in the physical arena. In other mm-hmm. words, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I want to be healthy. So I'll start doing a streak physically. The paradigm shift for us came when we realized that streaking could be applied to so many more things than just the physical, like Jamie was mentioning about reading. And I look at personal and professional development and all of these areas, all of a sudden we realized that if you can set a streak to run or walk at least one mile daily, why can't you set a streak in other areas of your life as well? And this came, I'll I'll tell you the story real quick. I was So I have really bad teeth, periodontal disease, and my teeth will fall out of my head unless I do two things, and that is brush and floss. Well, I hate flossing. (laughs) I don't know if anyone that likes flossing, but maybe there are those people out there. I am a sick individual that loves it. it. I I was going to say, and I've met one other person. There are people out there. I know. But I think it's because I did a streak with it. Oh, did you really? I didn't know I was doing it until you just mentioned. I'm like, that got me over the hump of hating it. Okay. So really interesting. I was, Mm -hmm. I had just gone through my second periodontal surgery to get everything cleaned and taken care of. And I had committed to myself that I was not going to miss flossing again. I was going to do this, but I just, I just could not get there. I could not figure out. I, I even tried to, you know, do all the things that, you know, you read the power of habits or atomic habits or any of these things. Mm-hmm. I tried to set up triggers. I tried to set it up. So the floss was in the right place and still I would fall off the wagon. And so there was one morning, Jamie and I were getting ready. It was about 300 days into our streak of running. And I was looking in the mirror and I just had a dental hygienist appointment. And the hygienist had told me, Jeff, you realize that flossing is a lot like exercising your gums. You just do it a couple of times a day and it gives your gums a good workout. And so I was thinking about that because I was talking with myself in the mirror and I was asking myself, why can I not get this flossing thing down? I know it will save my teeth, it saves surgery, save money and everything else. And I was, I was saying, why can't you do this, Jeff? And I looked at myself in the mirror and I saw myself in my running clothes and it all of a sudden hit me. Well, if you can set a streak to run or walk, and you've been doing that for 300 days, so you talk about the self-confidence, self-credibility, why don't you just set a streak to floss your teeth? Well, Megan, that was 1,735 days ago, and oh that's the most consistent I've ever been in anything. And that's why I ran into Jamie. I said, Jamie, we got something here. This is huge. <laughs> and I wanted to go back to something Jamie said as far as the self-credibility. What I love about what Jamie said and has done also in challenging this is she didn't want a whole bunch of things to feel guilty about again. You know what I mean? You can get so excited about setting all these streaks. It's like, she was like, I don't need another thing to feel guilty about. I cannot have something that hangs over my head that I'm like, oh, there's another thing. You beat yourself up for when you don't do it. Exactly. Which is why we went to the first law of streaking, which is make it laughably simple. And Jamie has the greatest story on this one as far as her litmus test for what's laughably simple. I had one day, a couple of years, I guess it's been about, Oh, eight or nine years ago now, eight years ago, probably. 
that everyone in my family was sick. And this doesn't, you'd think that this would happen more often, but actually it doesn't. Most of the time, the entire family doesn't get something. But this one time, the entire family had the stomach flu at the same time. Oh, and Jeff oh you know what that consulting. is, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jeff was out of town on a consulting Of course. Thing. Of course. Because that's always the way it is. <laughs> always. I mean, it was bad. There wasn't a clean sheet in the house. There wasn't oh. a clean towel anymore. I remember at night you called to see how everyone was doing. And I just dumped Megan, on you. I felt you. awful. I just was like, oh, <laughs> I wish I could be there and He's help like, somehow. What can I do? I'm a thousand miles away. And I'm nothing. Like, nothing. <laughs> that was it. So it was, but I look at that day because that was, like I said, it doesn't happen very often. But that was one of the worst days when I'm just like, I, that was a bad day. I look at that day whenever I set a new streak and I think, could I do this thing on that day? Because we're going to have those days. You're going to have those days where you're like, the whole world just fell out of my life. So it needs to be so simple that that's, that, that that's, and that's why when we set these streaks, we, we set it with at least you can always do more. You can always do more. And there's going to be a lot of days that you want to do more because you've been successful. The minute you start, you do it and you're like, Oh, I'm already successful. I'm just going to keep going. And so I'm amazed how often I want to do more, but I'm also so relieved that there's those days that it's okay for me to just do the least, but that's okay. And you just said the four letter word of streaking because we don't, we don't allow it. Uh-huh. We don't allow just because just. it's okay to do the just. Yeah. Because we look at it. We're like, you know what? You wrote the sentence. You read the five sentences. You, right. you know, wrote in your journal, you studied the professional development card, just at least that one, at least I said it too, but at least that one thing mm-hmm. you look at it and you say, you know what? I'm being successful. And I'll tell you, because one of the questions we often get Megan is, well, does doing something that yeah. small really work? Different. It's almost hard to suspend your disbelief. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. really hard to suspend your disbelief, to think that something so small is just going to have any impact in your life at and, all. And what we ask them to do is, yes, suspend your disbelief because what you're not believing is that you're not going to be consistent at it. Mm-hmm. See, it's a doubt mm-hmm. in the consistency. And when you have something so small, so laughably small, and you start to do it and you keep a record of it, that's law number two, keeping the record what you find is that consistency is what brings the victory and you start to believe it's, you just have to realize that you are right. Something that small will not make a difference done once, but done a hundred, a thousand times in a row, it changes your life. It really does. I can see. And I love that you said when you were talking about your running streak and you mentioned this in the book as well, that it doesn't have to be seven days a week. Like, right. you're, okay, I'm going to commit to six days at this. Mm-hmm. So I think so many people think the only way to be consistent is it has to be a daily, right? Well, maybe for you in your life, the consistency is that you're going to do something five times a week. Yep. Yep. And I would rather, I know for me and my health goals, they look very different than they did mm-hmm. before children. And exactly. Yes. <laughs> and so now for me, it's five days a week, I am going to make sure I'm running or walking at least. Yep. I shouldn't say at least, but 30 minutes like and that. That's, no, you no, say at, at least. least, at least and perfect. that feels great to me. If I said seven days a week, I would end the week feeling guilty if I'd only done, you know, thinking I only did five instead of going, Hey, I, I rocked it five days this week. I did fantastic. It. Exactly. And so I like that mind shift of consistency doesn't necessarily mean it has to be every day, whereas some things might want to be every day. And that was really important to us. Like we, so we have an app because law number two is to keep a record. And we found that it can be hard to keep a record 
Yeah. Now, which app are you important. using? So we developed our own app. It's called Streaking. Oh, so my if goodness. you go okay. to I'm the put Apple that in the show notes. Yeah. Yep. If you yep. go to the Apple Store or Google Play, you can download it. And I love what you said about being able to have it just be five or six days a week because we spent a lot of time on this app figuring out how we could account for that. And so what we ended up doing is making it a weekly streak that you do five or six times. So the way that, that so the way we account for streaks is you can have a daily streak, weekly streak, or a monthly streak. And the weekly streak, like what you said, could be two times a week, three times, three a, times week, a week, five times a week. It really doesn't matter. As long as you do that activity in the week, that counts, that counts. and you keep the streak alive. Whereas a daily streak is, yes, you do it every single day. And that's the laughably simple or a monthly streak. And we find that monthly streaks are a little more rare. More rare. It's, yeah, but, many, but, you know, but if you do one or two them. things in the month, there's a place for them right. and boom, you count that. And that type of consistency and being able to keep track of it in the app that way, it's just amazing what it does. It's, uh, yeah. I love that because I used to use that don't break the chain app. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then, then I was like, well. I would have been like, ha- I was happy the fact that I did it five times this week. And now I feel like a loser because I quote broke the chain. Right. Because I didn't do it all seven days. Right. So it's right. Just a frustrating feeling. And well, you bring up such a good point because we do. So, so we are pretty rigid on a streak that a streak is once you set it, you be consistent in it because that is the power. Yeah. And so there are, I mean, I've broken a couple streaks. And it's been an interest. That's part of the learning journey too, that we went on is that we would get going. And some of these streaks, I mean, one of them was my reading to the boys streak and I lost it at 264 days that I had been doing it. And then I missed a day. And it was an interesting experience to go through because like you said, you go through some of those emotions, Mm -hmm. but it was a great time to step back and evaluate and look at it and be like, okay, I first asked, you know, why did I miss it? Is it not simple enough? And I was like, no, this is simple enough that I can do it. And I realized that something had just happened and sometimes that does happen. But what I looked at is I looked at how I'm like for 264 days, I have been doing this thing. Like this is a part of my life now. Yeah. And the benefits that it's bringing are something that I want to keep happening. And so though I missed that one day and I mourned for a little bit and I started that streak over at one the next day, I also started it with a level of confidence knowing that I'm like, I've been doing this for 264 days. And then what is it at now? What's it at today? What's it now? Okay. So, so if right you look at, because this is one of the, the things, boys. so she's going to look at her app real quick. I've got here. my app pulled up right One here. of the things while she's looking for that, Megan, also is thinking about the streak is your streak. It's whatever you decide it to be. There's a lot of things out there that will keep track of a streak for you. And what we found is that sometimes that's putting a streak on you. Yeah. This is something where we looked at it and said, no, our streak is what we define and how we do it. Anyway, how many how many days? One thousand two hundred and twenty eight days. Holy, and I've been doing that. That's really amazing. So it's been great, and I love that streak. I'm proud of that streak, and I'm proud of it. Kind of lends itself to the thing that we discovered that streaking isn't just something that you do because we were about halfway through this journey when someone kind of challenged us with that, and they're like, "You're just checking the box. You're just you're streaking to streak, but you're not really, you know, what's the point?" Right. Right. And, and we took that to heart. That was a little bit at the time, it was some tough feedback because it came from kind of a close person. We're like, really? Yeah. But as we looked at it, we really started to question. We're like, are we just doing, what is the point? Why are we doing this? And it came down to, it's like, well, we want to be like, for me, I was like, well, I want to be a certain kind of person. Each one of these streaks is centered around something that's important to me. 
about the kind of person that I well, want to be. Well, and that's a, as part of your B statement. You was you wanted to be a conscientious mother who was always learning and yeah. teaching her Embracing, children. Yeah, embraced yeah. continuous learning and teaching my children to have a love of learning. Yeah. And so that was a pivotal point in our journey when we figured out, and it was interesting that we stumbled on it about halfway through, but it's become kind of the center line of everything that we do is that you look at it and you decide, well, who do I want to be? And then to be that kind of person, what do I need to do? And that's where your streaks come from. And that really goes back to what Megan, when we were looking at what you do and how you do things with the, you know, work-life harmony and everything you do, it was so inspiring to read the things that you have written. And then we just started to think about all the great streaks from what you offer that people could set from what you do. It, mm-hmm. it was really impressive to us. Like for me, my morning routine, that yes. is a streak. Yes, and exactly. It looks different on Saturday and Sunday than it does Monday through Friday, but it is so, I can't remember the last time. No, actually I do remember the last time I didn't have it because it just happened. We had guests and I got up early to have it. And I came downstairs and they were already down at five oh, in the morning. There you go. Oh my goodness. They were waiting for you there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I was not myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, okay, now, but I also could have, I took it as a learning. Okay. What am I going to do next yep. time I'm presented with this situation? Mm-hmm. Is there ever a time where you might get to a point and say, this streak is no longer serving me? Yeah. Oh, wow. What a neat question. Because there was, there was a streak that Jamie started. This was a really, I think a really neat experience. We share this story in the book about Rose Mm -hmm. when we had moved from Colorado to Georgia, but I think it really illustrated the point of when a streak has served its course. Right. So the thing that I love is first of all, when you set a streak, it's your streak. In other words, you spend some time thinking about what it is that's going to be yours. And to your point earlier, not letting someone else set a streak for you. You have to decide. You really, you're the only person can't be that can shoulded decide. Right. You can't streak. be shoulded. No, that's and, a very good way to put very, it. Absolutely. And you can't let someone else decide what your laughably simple is. It has to be your laughably simple so that you can maintain it because someone else isn't going to be maintaining that, you know, it's going to be yours. So in response to your question, I did have one streak and I've had a couple actually that I've set that for you've ended. Yep. most of the time I start a streak without an end date in mind. I don't intentionally have an end date. I, I'm going to keep it going. Well, and that's but, really streaking methodology is right. there really isn't an end date. It's not right. a goal. It's not something right. there. It's something you're going to continue to do until like what you've said, it's served its purpose or you feel that now's a good time to end it. Which I love. That's the other part of streaking that I love is that it inspires this self-examination, this asking yourself, is this mm-hmm. doing what I want it to do? And so I had a streak when we moved from Colorado to Georgia, we had lived in Colorado for 19 years. And then we moved to Georgia. And when we moved, our daughter was serving a mission for our church. And so she was someplace else. And when she left on her mission, we had no intention of moving. And so halfway through this mission of hers, we're like, oh yeah, we're moving to another state. And that was kind of hard for her. She was really struggling with that, that that we had left her childhood home and that everything she didn't, hadn't had a chance to say goodbye and some different things. And when I was talking to her at one point, I felt like, you know what, she's going through a hard time. And at the time, actually I was going through a hard time. It was hard to uproot from that place that we had been. And I thought, I'm just going to write to her just every day, just a note either a note or a little letter. I can commit to and do that. And you set it as a conscious streak at that point, I did. Right? I mm-hmm. set it as a conscious streak. I started it and and all it had to be was just... I love you. I love, Yeah, just a note. Just, just a quick just, note. Just a mm-hmm. quick note. And I did that every day 
And in fact, that was an interesting part of the journey because I missed one day because I started to make it too hard. I realized I was making it too hard. I'm like, all I had to do was write her a note that says, right. I, love I love you. you. Yeah, or yeah. And send it in the mail because that's food, just yeah. as pleasant to receive as a full letter. And so when she came home from her mission, Jeff turned to me and asked, he's like, well, are you going to keep doing that streak with someone else? And I thought about it for a minute. And I thought, no, that streak was specifically for Rose and I at that time. Mm -hmm. And it served it pur its purpose. I did that for a little over a year that I wrote to her every day. So here was one of the neat moments That's that beautiful. happened. Yeah. Here's, and here's the neat moment that was really neat for me is, so Rose was home and she was, this was about a week after she was unpacking all of her stuff and we heard her unpacking and she called from the other room and she said, Hey mom, do you want to see something cool? And Jamie was like, sure. And she brought a suitcase out and set it on the table and opened the lid. And there were all of Jamie's letters mm -hmm. arranged by date. Yeah. And both of them just started crying. We I mean, did. it was just, it was a really she was neat like, moment. This helped me get through. This helped me get through a hard time. So, so yeah, a streak is there to help you in your life. And if you reach a point that, cause I've asked that same question, and I mean, that makes I'm not going to so read to my boys from a forever. Goal as well. Exactly. That's yes. I, it's such a clear distinction when you mm -hmm. look at it that way of no, there's no definition of done. It's right. It's just I'll know it when I know it. Purpose. Yep. And you know what, what you said is so true. You know it when you know, you know it, you're it. just like, you know what, that has served its purpose. It has helped me become who I wanted to be, which was a conscientious mother and I'm done now. And that's, you know, streaks for me as well. I haven't, I actually haven't, I don't know if I've ended a streak yet. You did, you did. Which, oh, what was it? Oh, you switched languages. I switched languages on so it. It was, was just different. a little bit, but it was still the same streak. But it's one of those things though, that I look at and evaluate all the time. Is this streak run its course? And if that, and if it has, then it's okay to end it. And right. you know what? I can look back on all those days and think, wow, how much I have learned and how I've become the person I've really wanted to be. Right. Really so like my mind is spinning on streaks that I'm excited to, to sit down and think about for myself because I'm, I'm recognizing even through this conversation, obviously you guys know, I'm all about my goal setting and breaking it down and realistic and all those things and action plans, but recognizing some of those goals out there, I have not made that intention to start on. I can see how those would be a much better fit for a streak yes. than, than making some big goal. Yes. And, see and that's, that what, that's what, as we went through this, it was super important to me to look at it and be like, I'm a goal person. And I just deep inside, I was like, this is not meant to replace goals. No. They have a place. But when we reach this point where we recognize, we're like, there's these tools. You've, you've got goals, you've got habits, you've got routines, all of these things that we're doing. And we looked at it and we're like, streaks is one of those. Streaks is a tool. So in our tool belt toward personal growth, we've got goals, we've got mm -hmm. streaks, we've got habits, and we've got routines. And each one of them serves a different purpose in our life. We look at habits and routines as the area of what we call maintenance, where that's, you know, there's things that I'm just having routine maintaining. But I'm not thinking about and, as much yeah. that aren't Whereas streaks are a repetitive thing, but I'm consciously thinking about them and consciously making them part of my life. And they'll, and they'll never be automatic. They'll something that will never move into that habit realm. They'll just be in the streak realm. Right. And then the goal, which is where I'm going to reach for something, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to strive for it. Line. It's got a finish I'm, line. I've got the target that's mm -hmm. there. And all four of those things are tools on your, on your growth tool belt. And you Do you ever see one. a streak transform into a habit and then it just stops being a streak? 
We have talked about this so much and habits are an interesting thing if you define them as things that you do without thinking. And as we've looked at this, we've really come to realize that there's not a lot of things that you're going to do without thinking. That um, are meant towards, that are personal, meant towards growth. personal growth. So what about routine be... versus streak then? That so difference. a routine, So and this was great. So routines are what, and traditionally what they talk about is you set up a good routine so it can become a habit. And the idea that is if you do something repetitive enough, it'll become a habit. And I think, and we've all heard the, you know, 21 days to a habit. Which, which is, is a myth. Totally it's a myth. It's yeah, 66 or more. Yeah. yeah. And even then there's some things. That, some that, that just don't. That yeah. just don't. And that's the thing that I, at first it was a little discouraging, but then it was kind of liberating to recognize that I'm like, I have a lot of control over my life and it doesn't matter how often I do something. I am choosing to do that thing every day. And that's powerful. It's powerful to recognize that I have control to choose that. And I'm choosing to do that. And though it may become easier and a little bit more of in the routine, it's still not going to be a habit. So the interesting thing about routines is routines have a great place in setting up to make things easier to kind of go more smoothly. The downfall of routines is when your routine gets disrupted. When you Which have was me. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. and, or, you know, all of us with COVID, I mean, COVID completely disrupted oh, all of our routines or <laughs> yeah. recently over the summer during COVID, Jeff's father passed away. And, and again, all of those, everything gets uprooted. Life turned upside down during that time. But because of our streaks and the way that we had set them, that they were laughably simple, we were able to keep doing those things, even in those times that were really difficult. One of the things that we recognize is that streaks were agnostic of the environment and that mm-hmm. they, they could survive past environmental disruption, right. meaning and environmental not being just physical, but also emotional or spiritual or any of the intellectual interruptions that can come is that the streaks were helping us through times. Like, for example, when Jamie mentioned my father passing away, it was, it was one of those times that was, you know, I was, I was close with my father. We were great friends. We talked all the time and the streaks helped me to stay rooted and grounded and recognize that, you know what, it's okay to mourn. It's okay to do a lot of these things that I was feeling at the time and to continue to grow a little bit. You know, they say on a, on a tree, as you look at a tree, the growth rings the rings that are darkest, the ones that are most dense are when the, is when adversity was the toughest. Mm-hmm. It was when it was the toughest years. And that's the strongest part of the tree. And mm-hmm. I look at that in my life and that's where streaks really came into play is they came in a time where it was very difficult, but on the same note, they helped, they helped me to stay true and to continue to grow. Right. You asked earlier about some of the ancillary benefits of a streak. I look back at that time with Jeff's dad passing away and our streaks gave us the opportunity to step away sometimes and go take a walk, which was very healthy and helped us get through some things. It encouraged us to continue doing those things that we did emotionally and physically and spiritually to help us stay grounded. We did them at a lesser, I mean, that week it was the least. They were minimal. They were minimal. <laughs> that was the, but, but, it was the laughable But simple. they still were happening. And that's what, so that's what I love. When you, you look at the laws of streaking, law number one is keep it laughably simple. Law number two is to keep a record of it. When you keep a record, it's an exclamation point, not a question mark. You know that you've done those things no matter what. And the third one is create a community. 
I've loved reading your blog and getting interested in your community and the people that are working in your community and how we help one another. You wrote one just recently about the woman. I think it was titled What Your Calendar Tells About Your Priorities. About your priorities. Yeah. Yes. Such a great blog. It was great. And I loved that one because as I read it, you know, as a mother of a lot of children, I've done the same thing, color code my calendar. And you get really excited that everything's there. And you're like, look what I've done. And I loved that you're like, that is so great. What's your color? Where's you? And where's you? And she was like, I'm not on the calendar. And how, I mean, as women, as mothers, how often do we kind of forget ourselves? Because we were nurturing and taking care of so many people mm-hmm. and so many things. And I loved that in that community, you were able to bring that out. And as I read that, I thought about myself and I thought that is part of what streaking has helped me with is it's, it's put those things that are important to me, you know, on my proverbial calendar every day. I'm, I'm I doing a little bit of those things. When you have those, those days, we all have them to be able to climb into bed at night and say, I didn't break my streak. Exactly. When it felt like everything, everything else, else did yep. not go well. Exactly. Oh. I could probably talk to you guys for another 12 hours easily and not fun. even drop a step. So oh, absolutely. Or and we're going to have put, to again at some point. Yeah. I'm gonna, we're going to need to come back for more. I'm going to put a link to your book and the app and everything in the show notes. So people know where they can get this, where can they come follow you guys, find you and start binging all things streaking. Streakingmastery.com is our website. Okay. So streakingmastery.com. Our book is on Amazon. It's in Barnes Barnes & Noble, Noble, Indie Books. books. We also have our Instagram feed, which is Streaking Mastery. Also, Facebook Facebook is Streaking Mastery. Streaking Mastery. So everything. Streaking Mastery everywhere. 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 Actually, in Google search, if you do hashtag Streaking Mastery, it will pull up everything that's our stuff. In fact, there isn't anything else out there right now that is streaking mastery that we found it's Yay. down several pages we'll, we'll no more large groups of naked people running no, i'm no, not risking uh, that okay <laughs> nope not at all it is interesting so here is one little side note if you type in streaking because i've been i've been watching this if, if you type in streaking it actually just comes up with the definition of streaking which is streaking it's like streaking lines across the sky that's like what the definition comes up the, the actual running naked across the field is not until three or four down and it's kind of we're gonna bump and, it to and we're gonna bottom. bump it to the very bottom <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna join you on that way. all right megan yes we love it <laughs> uh, i can't thank you guys enough for being here today i know everybody is going to get a ton of value out of that and for those of you listening come join the streaking movement. I'm super excited. Like I'm going to spend some thoughtful time this weekend deciding what my first streak is going to be. And I'm going to be really excited to hear what all our listeners decide to start streaking on as well. So we're excited. So just one word of caution as you start it, be patient and be okay with starting just one. Yeah. Oh yeah. One, just one, one. just one for like a hundred days. Let it just let it percolate for, and and it'll be so good. Thank you guys so, so much. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. So much, so much. Yeah, thank you, Megan. Really, really great getting to know you and also getting to know your community. I know. I love it. Thank you. All right, thanks. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansummerl.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. 
If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.